He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. What a time to be alive. I want to encourage everyone, ignore the naysayers, ignore the haters, ignore the FUD. A lot of people cannot stand to see the XRP community win as we're on the brink of a victory in this SEC most staged lawsuit in the history of the SEC. A lot of people, a lot of haters coming out of the woodworks, and I just say ignore them, push them off to the side, let them implement their program, and we're seeing how well it's working out for them, which is not so good. But with that being said, we want to stick to the truth, the current events that is taking place over here. I'm not here to give you financial advice. We're going to get into today's update here rather quickly, and we're going to run through it uh, because I know that you guys are off to your Friday events. We're going to enjoy the weekend, but I encourage everyone to continue taking action. If you're looking to start your business or scale up an existing business, you can join us in my Discord community. We've just launched a business development program, and I would love to help you out with that. But nonetheless, we're investing in cryptocurrencies. We're running businesses, investing in precious metals, ready to move on real estate, just like BlackRock and Blackstone are as well. We're going to cover that in today's episode. Much to cover. I appreciate all of you guys so much. Let's get right on into it. All right, let's take a quick look at the market to start off. We have Bitcoin at 23.4, ETH at 1600, XRP's at 36 cents. I am waiting for lower prices to come in. I am not falling for this bull trap liquidity exit, okay? Huge shout out to Brody for the super chat. We're just getting started and we already got you guys supporting the channel. Greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay, so this is an interesting quote here from President uh, Ford back in 1989. Quote, it won't happen in the normal course of events. Male president and female VP will win. In that term, the president will die and the female VP will become president. This is uh, President Gerald Ford back in 1989 predicting this 33 years ago. Here we are. Mr. Joe Biden has come down with it. And uh, me, we, we wish him a speedy recovery for Joe. With that being said, Charles Gasparino says, Breaking chatter on Capitol Hill, the Dems will use Joe Biden's COVID di diagnosis as an excuse for him not to run in 2024 i.e. he will suffer bouts of long COVID because of his age. It's a face-saving way for him to bow out, and it's speculation, of course, but it's making the rounds. Yeah. So many people in his own party don't even want him to run for president once again. We're watching, as I titled this video, Old Guard Losing Control. And what's their solution? Mrs. Hillary Clinton. Former Clinton advisor says Hillary is preparing to run again in 2024. I don't know how true this is. I think it's absolutely hilarious to see the party absolutely eat themselves up. And remember, I'm not left, right. I think the Republicans have sold us out just as bad. Uh, and I'm going to call out anyone who's sold out this country and works against the American people. I, I don't care what they have a D or an R next to their name. It's very simple. I can tell if you're a sellout just based off how you voted the actions you take, and the agendas that you push. So that's their answer. Mr. Sleepy Creepy stepping down and stepping in, the biggest creep of them all. 
Hillary Clinton is their answer. We'll see what happens. Oh, speaking of Clintons, hey, this must be fake. I just want to put out this disclaimer. This probably isn't true. This is probably made up. I mean, it's shared by conspiracy bots, so I'm sure it's just some crazy conspiracy. I'm sure it's not true. But this is being shared by Fox News. Bill Clinton visited Jeffrey Epstein's private island. Unsealed court documents suggest... All truth is being revealed. Now, we haven't gotten the name of the full flight logs of the list. We have our speculations of who visited Mr. Jeffrey on that private island from hell. But it is coming out that Bill Clinton visited Mr. Epstein many times on that private island. But hey, that's probably fake. It's probably some conspiracy. Probably nothing there. So let's just forget about that. I'm sure Clinton will do us really well in 2024. And we have NPR stepping up here. Since the start of the war with Russia, the Biden administration has mostly ignored Ukraine's corruption history. Now questions have resurfaced about its suitability as a recipient of massive infusions of aid. Gee, you don't say. One of the most criminally corrupt cabal-ran countries in the world, Ukraine. (laughs) Now NPR wants to come out and question after they've already supported, they've already put... The blue yellow flag is their profile picture. They've already supported billions of dollars going to Ukraine. One of the most criminally corrupt mafia-ran countries in the world. Completely corrupt. Mr. Zelensky, completely a sellout. And uh, we've been talking about this since this broke out. The Biden crime family covering their tracks in Ukraine. The bioweapons labs, the different experiments taking place over there. It actually was just reported, I, and this is crazy, but Russia was saying that they're fighting off mutant troops in Ukraine. Basically, these troops over there from Ukraine have been jacked up on something. I don't know how true that is. <laughs> Guys, it's so hard to get good information out of there. But crazy conspiracies aside, to watch NPR in the left completely eat themselves up, be contradicting themselves, the hypocrisy of NPR and other media outlets. Now we want to check about the suitability of massive infusions of aid for Ukraine after we've sent them billions of dollars. Now when it comes to lies, hypocrisy, and uh, outright corruption, this is the climate change story. Right here you see in this picture, this is circulating around the internet, uh, we have on the top here, is a picture from 2017, and on the bottom is yesterday, July 21st, okay? And uh, what we have here is they basically, they turn their whole map red, even though we have the same temperatures that we had back in 2017. And every heat wave that comes through, every weather event that comes through, it's the worst one we've seen in a thousand years. It's a biblical storm that's coming through. The climate change narrative is completely being exposed as well. And this is why I say old guard losing control as the title of this video. And we will get to crypto news at the end of the show. But first we got to cover because all of this is connected. Even the climate change narrative. But this is complete media hypocrisy and trying to get us to think one way, get us to vote one way and to get us to continue living in a state of perpetual fear as they terrorize the world, live like elitists, fly private jets, 
own their private islands, the super yachts. And us peasants are supposed to ride our bikes to work because of this climate change narrative. But you can see here, in the top picture, the temperatures were actually hotter. In, in the top picture, those, those uh, temperatures are up in the 30 degrees Celsius. Here in the bottom, they're down in the 20s, but they got the, the map painted red. Oh my gosh, everyone, you know, living in fear. The worst climate crisis we've ever seen. And it's all being exposed. Now let's go to the financial aspect of this world stage. Basel III has forced banks to disclose their precious metals derivatives exposure, which explains the chart below. All the fraudulent paper manipulation is public for all to see. The house of cards is set to tumble. All manipulation ends eventually. And thanks for the subsidies, JP Morgan. So this is the notional amount of precious metals derivatives at the insured U.S. Commercial Banks and Savings Association. So now they're having to report this. And this is what I've been talking about in regards to XRP price and everyone trying to figure out, can we go to 10,000? Is that ridiculous? We have no idea how big these derivatives markets are. This is being exposed in real time as JP Morgan gets exposed in that Chicago federal court. And uh, now we're starting to see that Basel III requirements have forced all of these banks to disclose their precious metals derivatives. And this is just the start of the whole financial world moving over to distributed ledger technology where we will be able to track all the derivatives, all the value, all the trades, all the loans, all the value, all the debt. Nobody knows how big these markets are. Nobody knows the potential of these digital assets that are going to settle these markets that are valued in the quadrillions of dollars. Okay, now we have David Meister, ex-CFTC head of enforcement and current defense counsel for Michael Nowak in the JP Morgan Precious Metals Trader Trial. So this is the court case that I'm talking about right now with JP Morgan Precious Metals Manipulation. Chambers says David is killing it. People call him the Gensler Whisperer. Yes, this is about Gary Gensler. He continues on. Meister was director of enforcement at the CFTC from 2010 to 2013, during which time there was an investigation into precious metals manipulation, but Gensler closed that investigation in 2014 and said they found nothing. Meister now is defending Nowak of JP Morgan in the trial. Did Meister, the Gensler whisper, whisper to Gensler to find nothing during the five-year CFTC investigation into the manipulation of the precious metals market? Okay, this is getting interesting, right? Because we have the old guard players who are still fighting to save the system. That would be Gary Gensler, head of the SEC right now. He was formerly at the CFTC, right? And we know how corrupt this goes. We know that Gary... We, we call him Good Guy Gary. We call him uh, Goldman Gary because he is a Wall Street buddy, to put it kindly. He is a little buddy of the Wall Street bros. And uh, he's been covering up the manipulation in the precious metals market all the way back to 2010. And now we're seeing him in the SEC versus Ripple case. Um, they continue to try to stall out digital asset cryptocurrency regulations, giving us clarity. Here in 2022, over a decade later, the corruption continues. Now, this is important because this is their plan. And this is why I emphasize understanding what the elite are doing to ride out this financial storm and how they're taking advantage of the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. BlackRock president warns the entitled generation that has never had to sacrifice 
that they will soon face shock due to major shortages put on your seatbelts. So this is how they think of us. They think of us, well, and, and I would actually agree. I, I do kind of think that my generation and others uh, aren't, are, are very entitled. We never have had to go through a serious hard time. And I'm speaking specifically in America, millennials, Gen Xers, whatever. We've had it too good for way too long here in America. Now, with that being said, these criminally corrupt cabal bankers, Wall Street cabal uh, central bankers and Wall Street hedge funds are moving to take all of the power. They are moving to dislocate all of us from the little bit of wealth that we have created over the good times, over, our, over the few assets that we've been able to acquire. So they are saying that we are an entitled generation that has never had to sacrifice. That's coming from BlackRock. When we look here at Blackstone, Blackstone prepares a record $50 billion to snap up real estate during the coming crash. So these guys think that it's time for us to sacrifice a little bit. We've been entitled while they prepare billions to come up and snatch up the real estate, snatch up all the assets with real value, real utility, forcing the American people to lose that standard of living that we once had. I hope that you guys are watching and preparing yourselves because I know I have been sitting with cash on the sidelines for real estate deals. I am looking to make moves as we speak. We're negotiating on a deal right now. But this thing's going to get a whole lot worse, folks. A whole lot worse before it gets better. We have a ways to go because when we look here, this is from Peter Schiff, the Fed's balance sheet expanded for the second week in a row. The Fed is backpedaling on QT, which is quantitative tightening. That's the monetary supply. So instead of tightening up the monetary supply, they are continuing to expand it. And soon the process will reverse after barely getting started. With the economy in recession and annual budget deficits over $2 trillion, the Fed will resume QE, quantitative easing, to suppress bond yields. So... We've been talking about this. The Fed was supposed to be offloading their balance sheet of treasury uh, bonds, mortgage-backed securities, and whatever else crap they have been holding at the Federal Reserve. They have not started to uh, relinquish those assets at all. They've actually still been a net buyer. So they told us that they were going to be offloading their balance sheet. They've continued to actually buy. And um, this is why the, uh, the economy... Still has a long ways to go before we recover out of this situation, guys. They are too scared to pull the plug to completely let this thing collapse. Okay? Until that right time. I think at the right time, they're going to they're gonna flip us over to that new system. They're going to let that old one finally collapse. You know, just like the, the Twin Towers. Controlled demolition. All in due time, it will come. But in the meantime, they continue to play this game at the Federal Reserve. Breaking news, some suppliers to Chinese real estate developers are refusing to repay bank loans because of unpaid bills owed to them. First home buyers, now suppliers. So that Chinese real estate market completely imploding over there, and we're going to feel that one worldwide. Now, when we look over here, the UK is set to regulate stablecoins as a form of payment via new bills. So we are about to get stablecoin regulations, cryptocurrency regulations are coming. Move over here to DC in the United States. Coming from the Chamber of Digital Commerce, Perianne uh, Perian Boring, I think is her name, or I forget what her name is. 
yeah, Perian, whatever. Blockchain, uh, founder of Digital Chamber Commerce. Yeah, yeah. Bitcoin Maxi, essentially. She says, there's a pretty serious turf war abreast in DC. We're expecting to see legislative text on stablecoins imminently, potentially within the next couple of hours or maybe tomorrow. So this came out yesterday. So maybe today, maybe by next week, we should start to see some regulations here in America. And it's interesting to watch how closely the UK and America are working in tandem, basically rolling out regulations and clarity at this similar time here. And, uh, you know, we've been saying that as long as you are backing your stablecoin by the U.S. dollar, by your, you know, you're backing it by their nation's CBDC that's going to be rolled out. I think that you're going to have clarity. You're going to be good to go with your private stablecoins. I don't think that they're too worried about stablecoins as long as you comply with their banking laws, the regulations for all of that. There's very clear laws and regulations in regards to the banking rules. So we're waiting right now to see the legislation pass. And then when we look here at the Ripple versus SEC case, this thing's completely uh, ready to wrap up. SEC has been completely exposed. They're still trying to make this ridiculous claim uh, that they don't need to provide the Hinman emails. They don't want to cover up. They don't want to share anything, right? But this is what we have been waiting for right here. This is shared by Link2. They say, interesting. Fintech firm PolySign raises $53 million to expand staff. Now, for those of you who don't remember, PolySign is an institutional-grade custody uh, platform company that was created by Arthur Brito, David Schwartz, and there might be a couple others there from Ripple that helped create PolySign. And... We have always speculated that PolySign was going to be set up for institutional-grade custody. Codius was going to be the most advanced smart contracts platform known to man. And the XRP is designed to be that liquidity token uh, for that new financial system, derivatives, and other markets valued in the quadrillions of dollars. So we call it the trifecta. We call it the trifecta. So you have PolySign for institutional-grade custody. Codius, most advanced smart contracts platform known to man, and you have Ripple XRP, the uh, new world reserve currency, and you have Ripple set up to be the new IMF, you know, the new BIS, the new central bank of central banks. So the timing of this uh, couldn't be more interesting as we're on the brink of regulations, clarity passing, and this is where the institutional money is going to pour in by the hundreds of billions, by the trillions. And it's going to get really interesting for us here as cryptocurrency holders. Um, you know, and what's interesting to see here is that PolySign, these guys, they are, you know, Arthur Brito, David Schwartz, creators of the XRP Ledger, um, used to be with Ripple. David Schwartz still with Ripple. Moving over to PolySign, moving over to this project to create institutional-grade custody the banks, uh, the hedge funds, the Wall Street, the institutions are not coming till they have clarity and they have a safe spot to put their money. At that point too, then the 401k offering comes around too. And you're going to be able to transfer your 401k into digital assets as well. So the old guard is losing control. We're on the brink of this new financial system rolling out. It's an amazing time to be alive. I am enjoying the show and I hope you guys are as well. I appreciate all the support. If you guys could smash that thumbs up for me. And if you want to join our exclusive Discord community, show us any support. It's over there at the Patreon. 
You can sign up for Patreon, get access to our Discord, and that is where our business development program is happening as well. I appreciate all of you guys so much. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.